from the ice-encrusted recording studios in the heart of Nipty Radio. Welcome. Today we're going to be discussing the Rogers Rule, the thing that wouldn't leave. Prior to 1990, when a defendant had a pending case for which he or she had an attorney, if he or she was arrested for an unrelated matter, law enforcement officers were not permitted to question the defendant about this new unrelated case if the law enforcement officer knew or should have known the defendant had counsel on the pending case. This is known as the derivative right to counsel. It was established to protect the defendant from being questioned by law enforcement officers on a new case, but actually attempting to secure information and statements about the first case. The Court of Appeals established this rule in the case of People v. Bartolomeo in 1981. In 1990, the Court of Appeals overruled their decision in Bartolomeo with their decision in People v. Bing. The Bing Court found that there were many practical and fairness issues created by the Bartolomeo rule. The Bing Court wrote, As noted at the outset of this opinion, our right to counsel rules are based on common sense and fairness, and our intention to breathe life into the requirement that the waiver of a constitutional right is competent, intelligent, and voluntary. But there is little to be said for a rule which is not firmly grounded on prior case law, cannot be applied uniformly, favors recidivists over first-time arrestees, and exacts such a heavy cost from the public. We conclude that People v. Bartolomeo should be overruled. And so wrote the Court of Appeals in the Bing decision. However, while making this decision, the court seemed to take an illogical misstep in not also overruling the holding in People v. Rogers, a decision from 1979. The primary factual distinction between Bartolomeo and Rogers was that in the Rogers case, the defendant with the pending case and an attorney representing him or her on that case was incarcerated, while in the Bartolomeo case, the defendant was not incarcerated. Ironically, the Rogers decision was the only case cited in the Court of Appeals decision in Bartolomeo. In the Bing decision, the court attempted to distinguish Bartolomeo and Rogers by the facts of the respective cases. While the facts may be different, the core issue is the same. May a defendant who is represented by counsel on a pending case be questioned on an unrelated matter? The Bing Court says yes for those defendants who are not incarcerated. And Rogers Court says no for those defendants who are being held on bail pending disposition of the original case. So, we are left with what appears to be a lack of uniformity in the way this issue must be addressed by law enforcement officers and the courts and the district attorney's offices. Note that the Rogers rule applies when the defendant actually has an attorney on the pending case and not when the right to counsel has attached, but no attorney is actually on the case at that time. The Court of Appeals did not address this dichotomy again until 2011 in the case of People v. Lopez. In an agonizingly close decision, 4-3, to three, the Court of Appeals upheld the Rogers Rule while addressing an issue 
That was one of the problems created by the Bartolomeo holding. When should a law enforcement officer know or be required to determine if an incarcerated defendant has an attorney before questioning him or her? Writing for the dissenting justices, Justice Graffio noted that the majority's attempt to reconcile the Bing and Rogers decisions was a failure. She wrote, the majority's attempt to reconcile the cases fails because no satisfactory reconciliation is possible. I therefore propose that we simplify our law by limiting People v. Rogers to its facts and return to the old-time religion of People v. Taylor. Taylor, unlike Rogers and more recent cases, did establish a simple workable rule that a suspect's relationship with a lawyer in one case does not ban police questioning of him about another unrelated case. In reviewing the rationale of the Bing decision and its reasons for reversing Bartolomeo, and the seemingly obvious next step, which would have been to overrule Rogers, she wrote, Despite this, Bing did not reject the rule of Rogers. The Bing majority opinion ends, surprisingly, with a declaration that the Rogers rule is still good law. Perfect example of the illogical nature of the Bing-Rogers dichotomy can be found in a post-Lopez case, People v. Hatfield, from the Third Department, 2014. The defendant in that case was being held for trial on an unrelated case for which he had counsel. While incarcerated, he allegedly assaulted a fellow inmate. He was questioned by the corrections officers about the incident. The third department, citing the Lopez decision, held that the derivative right to counsel prohibited this interrogation. The court then addressed the issue of whether the corrections officer knew or should have known the defendant was represented by counsel on the unrelated charge. Ironically, again, the same issue that created so much litigation and difficulty in the days of Bartolomeo and the factual issue presented in the Lopez case was again litigated here. If this defendant had not been incarcerated while the unrelated case was pending and was arrested for committing an assault pursuant to the Bing decision, there would have been no derivative right to counsel and the defendant could have been properly questioned by the law enforcement officials. While the concept of the derivative right to counsel has been rejected in other situations, such as in the case of People v. Paquette, a 2011 Court of Appeals case, which prohibits a defense attorney who represents a defendant on one case from interjecting him or herself into a new case, in the context of incarcerated defendants with a pending case who has an attorney, we still have a rule which, quote, favors recidivists over first-time arrestees and is not applied uniformly. Perhaps the Court of Appeals will revisit this issue one more time in the not-too-distant future. For more case authority and citations, plus many additional issues surrounding the right to counsel and defendant statements, please be sure to see the expanded memo statements, the right to counsel in PE. As always, we thank our crack producer, Jonathan Marconi Crespino. Be well, my friends, and stay ready. Happy trails!